now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello and welcome to Shout Out. I'm Andy Shilton. And I'm Steffi Barnett. And guess what? Today we are talking Pride. Uh, yeah, Darren, Alid and Eve are here with all the information about this year's return after a kind of two-year break. It's only from the, the big festival anyway. And I talked to Lee Carter about his two books and Channel 4 programme. Uh, all that more right here on Shout Out. Oh, Laura, Laura's not here yet. I was waiting for someone to do it, but she, she's late. <laughs> so Laura's supposed to be on on today's show, but she's running a little bit late. So she is, bless her. Yeah, yeah miss the bus. But she, she's normally the or one the that does the dum dum dum. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd fill in instead. So yeah. it's going to be exciting this summer interviewing Carly Ray. Um, we've yeah, already interviewed so Alexandra Burke. Um, we've well, we'll already interviewed again, Bright Light, Bright Light, um, and right, uh, we've not done Katrina, have we? Uh, I don't think so. No. Yeah. No. But hopefully. In case you're not aware, um, I was going to save it for, for later when we talked to them, but you kind of just let the cat out of the bag. People may not know who the headliner is, um, but it has been announced officially. It was announced this morning. So Carly Rae Jepsen um, will be headlining Bristol Pride this year. Ooh. Wow, what a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it went out um, on this station at 0900 this morning, and Gadio as well mm. um, broadcast it. So that's a good headliner. Yeah, yeah. We, we, Some we, brilliant acts. We should say that was our, our home station of BCFM that yeah. went out on it. But yes. not, yeah. And it also yes. went, like I said, on, on Gadio. And um, a lot of other national stations also picked it up because mm. Bristol Pride's going to be big this year. Very big, yeah. Because there's a lot of cancellations, isn't there, still, around the country? I think Terry's joining us on air this year, aren't you, mate? Hello, Terry? I am indeed, yes. Oh, there he is! There we go! Hello, Terry! I'm actually speaking, but there's a delay because I'm clean-feeding him. (laughs) Yeah, there's a real delay with the connection this time. I I don't know why. It's like, I'm talking to Terry, and then the problem is, you know what it's like when you get a delay? You then start talking over each other. And then you both stop at the same time. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, yeah. So in case you wonder, Terry's, Terry's not being weird, it's, it's other things. <laughs> Terry's always weird. Oh, I am weird, weird but it is yes. other things. But <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I think the first time you're going to be broadcasting with us in all these years, isn't it? For Pride, that is. It is, it is, yes. Nice, look forward to that. So anyone in particular you're waiting to, uh, you're, you're kind of quite keen to see? Have you looked at the lineup yet, Terry? Um, well, um, uh, you know, Alexander Burke is b- brilliant, and Carly Rae Jespin, well, she can call me, maybe. Oh, no. well done. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, um, the, the Pride team are here. Um, they, 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 we've just spoken to them off air. And they're, Waiting they're in the green bit, room. A bit later, um, and uh, we will catch up with them. So suffice to say, all the songs in today's show are from... Um, I think all of them are. Uh, are all from, of them oh, are for guests. Um, uh, uh, going to be on be, the main stage yeah. at Pride. Yeah. So, and it's up on the Downs as well. Again. Yes. Again. Yeah. Yeah, which is amazing news. Yeah, yeah, it is. But we won't be going out on ten stations this time, though. That was no. a special. That was for um, the Pride's tenth. Yeah, 
Um, so it'd just be BCFM, I think. Um, um, yeah, could be Wave. Hmm. But um, I'm sure others are dipping in and out. Yeah, I'm sure do. they did. The, they did the last time we we did a live broadcast at Pride. We had, uh, like I said, we had ten of them, including BBC Radio Bristol, didn't we? Yeah. We'll have to have to see how many we can get by then. Yeah, still it's still a little way away yet. What? Uh, It'd be nicer if it's just unique to BCFM because you can get BCFM around the world. So. You can, yeah, yes. So. If you listen, listen on our website. So. Anyway, um, I'm going to move straight on. Um, coming up in a minute, um, Steph's going to be talking to Lee Carter. Um, but um, um, have a tune and we'll be back in a minute. Shout out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Bit of bright light, bright light. Great little ditty that one. <laughs> That's a good bouncer. Yeah, and I'm sure the uh, the crowds at uh, Bristol Pride this year will be bouncing mm. to Bright Light, Bright Light. Yeah. He did one with. Um, in fact, he became quite famous because he had a, a leg up from Elton John. All right. Hmm. In what kind of fashion? In um, a leg up. <laughs> a leg up, leg up. You know, <laughs> career wise. <laughs> It might have been literally as well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not casting dispersions, whatever it does for him. <laughs> so I'm sure Bright Light, Bright Light, they, they were there in, I think it was the second or third year um, of Bristol Pride. I remember, I'm sure they performed on, on College Green. Yeah? yeah? I can't remember how long ago it was. I no. know that um, he gave me a special CD with Elton John on it. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're from Bristol. I'm not sure. Mm. Anyway, um, you spoke to Lee Carter. I did, yeah. Very interesting. He's already got one book out, um, second books, um, f- a follow-up to the first, so a continuation. And also next week is a, a programme on Channel 4. Right, some people are way out there, and Lee Carter is one of them. Now, you've already got a book out late, and you've got a second one that you're writing now. So tell me about the first book first. Well, hello. Good morning, Steffi, and uh, thanks for having me on the show today as a guest. Yes, the second book, actually, that's been released is a sequel to the first book, In a Child of Lisa. And the first book, In a Child of Lisa, talks about... um, uh, me suffering with a lifetime of gender dysphoria um, and it's intertwined with um, angels um, and uh, being in a dark place and being able to go into the proverbial light after um, suffering with gender dysphoria for 40 years. Um, and obviously there was some publicity over the years appearing on national TV and talking about the story about 10 years ago. So it talks about the issues of dysphoria, um, which is, you know, gender related with gender identity and gender related themes um, and is intertwined with spirit. So it's it's an extraordinary story. It's a true story. Um, And I guess I just had a bit of a calling to come here and talk about this and to speak out. But um, I needed to heal um, because... I went through some trauma during my childhood years. Um, The family were dysfunctional. Um, At the time, parents went through divorce. The eldest sibling of three children our parents had. Um, 
And uh, the second book is a continuation of the first book. Um, and I went through the uh, a gender reassignment surgery at 41 and uh, went through five major reassignment surgeries and transformed into Lee, going from Lisa to Lee. Um, what was your earliest memories, Lee, of your gender dysfunction? Oh, God, I can remember as young as two. Yeah. Um, my mum said she always sensed there was something wrong, but but she couldn't put her finger on it. She thought it was just a tomboy. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you, know, you get family support? No, no. Didn't have any kind of support. It, you know, we came from a generation where it wasn't even spoken about or heard of. Mm. And, you know... Uh, I not only had to deal with gender dysphoria from a very young age, I also had to deal with the family situation. I had two parents that were not around. Me and my younger siblings, we felt abandoned as children. Mm. Um, so we didn't have the support or the, and I certainly didn't have the support or the resources or anything um, with the situation with all of it to get that help that I needed. And because it wasn't out there and it wasn't even spoken about, you know, what do you do in a situation like that? <laughs> you know, how do you cope with that? I mean, having to deal with dysphoria alone is big enough. People that suffer with gender dysphoria, that alone. And then I had all the other stuff, trauma and abuse to deal with as a young child. There's a film that's due to be aired, and we'll talk about that in a bit, okay? But in the second book that's been released, it's a sequel to the first book, it talks about the inner child and talks about gender identity and gender-related themes, and it talks about the abuse and the trauma um, and the tools and techniques that you can use to heal yourself. So, you know, I've provided some gifts and some knowledge and what I needed to share to help people mm. and on many levels. So what gave you the inspiration to start the, the second book? I had a calling. Yeah. Um, working with spirit as well. And this appeals to anybody. And I'm, I'm not just talking about people with gender dysphoria on the gender spectrum system here, Steffi. I'm talking about on many levels. Yeah. Okay. Um, I particularly don't want people to go through the same fate that I went through. Um, and I've had to spend the last three years of healing. And now my mother's at the end of life stage at this present moment. So the family is going through a difficult time right now. There's lots of challenges going on. Mm. In the second book, it talks about the abuse that I suffered as a child growing up. So I've had to spend the last three years healing without sugarcoating having to come to terms with that on top of all the gender dysphoria that I've suffered the last 40 years. Um, and I'm now ready now to speak out as a fierce voice mm. and to help many. So what's, um, what's coming up then, Lee? You've got a TV programme that you're going to be appearing on. Yeah, there's so. a, a TV show that's due to be aired uh, next week at 10 o'clock on Channel 4. Is very cleverly been done 
very, you know, and I feel that by watching this show, I think people are going to start to see things in a different perspective on how they how they look at people, Steffi. It's really going to make people think. It's got a bit of a twist to it as well. It's quite humorous as well. There's some funny parts because I am quite down to earth. But it's really going to make people think on how they look at people, how they view people. Yeah. You know, when it comes What's... to diversity, equality and inclusion, it's going to really make them think. Good, good. Now, let's go back to your book so people uh, okay. can actually know where to buy it and that. So what's the title of the, of the first book? Eh? The first book is called Inner Child of Lisa. It okay. was Living with Lisa, but for publishing rights to copyright, I've changed the title. Okay. Now, where um, is that available for people to, to buy? You can buy the book from www.leedavidcarter.com because there is a platform. Okay. It's available on there. They can go straight onto the website and order both books from there. Oh, okay. And the yeah. title of the second one, then? The second book is called Transmangelic, Steffi. And uh, obviously, it's a sequel to the first book. Um, it talks about how you can heal the road to recovery. Um, and it talks about gender identity about and gender-related themes. Um, it's for the LGBTQ2 plus yep. community, but it's intertwined with trauma and abuse and how you can recover and take your power back and uh, how you can heal. And it's about healing the inner child inside. Yeah. Um, and this book can really be for everybody in general. When it talks about how you can attract what you want into your life, how you can change your life and how, how to clean up basically clean up and uh, become the person that you are. You truly are. Are you on social media, Lee? Yes, I am. I'm on, I'm on LinkedIn. Yeah. I'm on um, Twitter, Instagram. What's your tags, your handles on Twitter and Insta so people can start following you? Yes, just Lee, Lee David Carter. Okay. Um, if they just look up Lee David Carter, I'm on Facebook. Um and if they go on there again, Lee David Carter, you'll find me on there. There's also a fan page there. It's connected to the platform. Um, they can reach me on there as well. Um, just tap in Lee David Carter and they'll find me. Okay. Go to Google even. Well, Lee, we're right out of time. And um, good hey. luck going forward with the second book and the TV show next week. Nice to chat to you, Thank Lee. you so much, Steffi. And thank you for having me on the show. Thank you so much. Shout out. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Hello. But welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. There's Can no, you no, hear nothing me? like a, a, a gay entrance me 25 minutes late. Honestly, so. I got <laughs> arrived fabulously, so I thought, why not give you this so fabulous Should we do um, an official handover? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I'm glad to be here. And listening to Alexandra Burke. Yeah, that's uh, let it go. going to be somewhere this year. Yeah, we kind of gave... Well, I mean, the first thing that Steph did when we went on it was say, uh, say all the acts. So, like, I was going to ask Darren that. You kind of, like, ruined it now. But we'll ask them again. I was no, excited. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got carried away. Oh, <laughs> no. So, yeah, oh, so, well. At least, um, she, at least we know one. 
we still got our she, top she, one she's left. Really, she's really good, yeah. Well, we, we, we said, you know, Colin J. Repson. Uh, no, no, Carly Ray. Ray. Carly Ray, that's good. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, and I haven't even had a drink. <laughs> <laughs> what is your excuse? Is it the sunshine? <laughs> Something like so, that. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, um, I, think, I think we've kind of sorted the delay with Terry now. He, he should be a little bit quicker. Brilliant. Hello, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> well, we'll, well, we'll give this a go. Are you I am ready? Still yes. slightly delayed. Though. <laughs> yes, I am. You are marvelous. Yeah. Okay, let's get some news headlines. This is Shout Out News on Thursday, 28th of April. The Government of Wales, NHS Wales and the Deputy Minister for Social Partnership in Wales have all indicated that the country will press forward for a total ban on conversion therapies against members of the LGBTQIA plus communities and they've distanced themselves from the Westminster Government who have left trans people out of any Commons legislation. The North Wales-based local paper The Real Prestatin and Abigail Journal reports that Dr Frank Atherton, the Chief Medical Officer for Wells and Judith Paget, the chief executive of NHS Wells, said, We stand united in our desire to make this abhorrent practice illegal and believe this will offer an important opportunity to support those at risk of conversion therapy as well as victims and survivors. The Deputy Minister, Hannah Blithin, explained that the Welsh Government was investigating what legal measures it could constitutionally take to bring about a full and complete bar on anti trans conversion groups as well as those that prey on gay, bi, and and lesbian youngsters and others under the rainbow spectrum. For the benefit of our overseas listeners, Wales is a constituent part of the United Kingdom and not, as some people assume, part of England. It is classed as a Celtic country alongside Scotland and Ireland and has its own language. It has its own government and assembly known as the Senedd under a constitutional settlement of 1999. A radical feminist study at the University of Bristol has failed in her attempts to use a court case to rule against the protests of trans advocates. Grazia magazine reports that the woman named Raquel Rosario Sanchez had her case against the University of Bristol thrown out by Judge Alex Rolton Sanchez was involved in a group called Women's Place UK. Sanchez claimed that the university had failed to protect her from trans advocates, one of whom had been disciplined by the university. However, Judge Rolton said that while some remarks made about Sanchez were rude and uncouth, it was not in the scope of his remit to rule on whether protests against Women's Place UK were permissible. Rolton slapped down Sanchez's claim, saying it was apparent in evidence that Miss Rosario Sanchez perceived behaviour as unacceptable to her, which may nonetheless be permissible in the form of free speech, such as the use of the acronym TERF. The ruling was welcomed by some activists for LGBTQI plus rights. They said that it was clear legally that the term TERF was not a hate term, but that it was a legitimate acronym for standing for Trans Exclusionary Radical Feminist. The BBC News website added that all of Miss Sanchez's claims against university were thrown out. The Daily Mirror reports that viewers to the new right-wing talk television network, spectacularly titled Talk TV, switched off, quote, in droves as the launch night got underway. 
Piers Morgan was interviewing Donald Trump, and viewers are reported not to have liked what they saw, leaving the network with a poor rating showing. One wrote, I'm out, even morbid curiosity couldn't keep me tuned in. It's not been a terribly good week for right-wing talk channels. New viewing figures show that the other new opinion channel, GB News, nationwide has a smaller audience than a specialist station like the Welsh language network, S4C. Shoutouts media watcher Terry said, perhaps there is not as much public demand for right-wing talk channels than broadcasters think. The Texas Observer newspaper reports on the hypocrisy of those U.S. states that imposed bans on gender transition or affirmation services for young people. Even whilst they have shut down these options for the transgender youth, the authorities have ensured that intersex people are still subject to medically unnecessary interventions when still infants just to force them into categories of male or female. What both the trans and intersex community are fighting for is the right to body autonomy, the right to feel safe in their bodies. Bria Brown-King from the campaign group Interact said, that's what we're all fighting for and what's important and that's what we all deserve. And finally, Capital Extra is a hot urban dance station that transmits hip-hop, drum and bass, soul and reggae across the UK and is the hip younger brother of the famous Capital Radio franchise. Listeners to the station and the LGBTQIA plus community have been sending love and support to the station's presenter, Will Njobvu, who has come out as being black, gay and proud and says that he wants to help other black gay people. Will said, life's too short to be anyone but yourself. Pink News reports that Will has been subject to racist and homophobic abuse online, but the presenter was inundated with messages of support and solidarity, and these came from across the black and LGBTQIA communities, as well as the general listeners to the Capital Extra radio network. For these news stories and more, we update our website every day, so please visit shoutoutradio.lgbt. For Shoutout News, this has been Terry Starr and Ezra Peregrine. Shout out news, national and international LGBT news for you. Shout out LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Absolute torture. Oh, hello. Oh, no, no. no not, not the song. That's, that's... No, no, that song was amazing. I'm really going to have to practice saying this name. I've even got it on the script. Yeah, I know, I know, wow. I know. I, know. <laughs> I haven't done that. I don't know why. It happens to I've, the best I've, of us. I've had worse. You should hear some of the things that Terry puts in the news. Oh. It's real tongue twisters. <laughs> I am um, so excited. But yeah, that's uh, Call Me Maybe. And again, it's an almighty remix, but it's still a fun version. And uh, um, she is headlining Pride, which <laughs> leads me lovely into um, announcing the fact that Tiba in the studio. And we might be hearing some more well, acts. On, on mass, too. We've got three of you in. I don't think I've. Three, three. is a magic number. It is. <laughs> so, but we've got Alice, um, who you obviously hear on, on, on the show a lot. Hi. Um, Hello. Um, <laughs> back. Darren's back and Eve's here as well. Hello. Hi. So lovely, lovely to have you. Um, so we're back. Back, back, back again. Yeah, back street. Yeah. So. 
Um, I am I am genuinely sensing actually a kind of level of excitement. The fact that Pride's back this year, you know, from, from the minute you walk through the door, you're all beaming uh, but smiling. It must be so nice. Um, if there still wasn't so much to do, I'd want it this weekend. I'm that excited. <laughs> <laughs> what has it meant to you to to bring it back? Like, what I guess the break has taken its toll on everyone. So, like, what has it meant to you to get back into organising and doing it? Yeah, well, actually, we didn't stop. You know, we still had uh, online Pride That's in 2020, true, yeah. and then last year we hybrid events but we I was just saying actually it wasn't like a rest like we had to learn new skills like we had to learn how to stream things <laughs> and we had to contend with like you know covid restrictions and you know how to run events and actually keep social distancing which is really difficult um so but it's really nice just to be back and planning a full festival and I think Eve was yeah you, you, your message earlier I was just kind of like oh <laughs> you know you can't wait to be actually there at the festival and um yeah I think we're just really really hungry for it and, and when I've got that direct contact with some of the acts on the cabaret stage like the level of excitement is just like off the chart and the fact that I can offer these performers a pride gig that is going to go ahead just is and like because the previous two years it was like can you mm. and then it was like oh we can't and then oh uh, uh but actually this year the well, fact you, did, that you is did manage to do a, a drag event because of course we came to it. it was last time i think um i saw you wasn't it Eve? that was a brilliant event it thank you, you know <laughs> i'm gonna take the thanks for that yeah it was a full team effort it yeah. was a team effort well it was also a kind of nice time because we were just post covid weren't we mm. and you know you didn't know if things going to happen or not or whether we're going to go ahead or not and everyone there i think was just you know a grateful that there was something pride on it was a drag thing and they were also just getting a chance to let their hair down and like even though i think there still was some social distancing stuff going on if i recall it was a little while ago no? yeah it was just that feeling of being in a shared space with other queer people yeah. watching live entertainment by queer people for queer people and we'd been separated for so long or socially distanced for so long and that element of pride which like is the special part about pride is when all of us do come together and have that shared experience and that chosen family that we can all just let ourselves go on i think that's what really Mm. was there with lakota last year yeah 100 percent. like i i definitely felt like less not less sparkly but like i didn't have you're always sparkly i know darling but like i didn't feel as like my community makes it's like half of my energy do you know what i mean and now does it does it I guess it feels great to, to bring it back but the one thing I'm most excited about is the parade so mm. is that happening and what yeah. what's the route kind of well before I tell you what before we get okay. to, to that and the like because that's the big like final day isn't oh, okay, it okay. it's more than just that isn't yeah. it are we, are we a week and a half oh two, two? Back, to, back to two weeks actually two well, weeks. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe even just an extra day on that as well because one, one of the events is happening on the Monday afterwards but yeah, yeah so a full two weeks of events and that's everything that we kind of know and love you know we're talking about uh, you know, comedy the dog show. Dog show. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. the number of people are talking about the dog show already. Like, we had the dog show back, the comedy, and Jade Adams is back hosting that. And obviously, she's just absolutely massive now. Um, but she's been. I bet that's on a Thursday again, isn't it? It's on a Tuesday oh, this is year. Oh, marvelous! Darren, we don't like change. <laughs> what are you doing to us? <laughs> but that, I had to move it to a Tuesday because we have such an amazing lineup, um, which we'll be announcing very soon. But that's really exciting. So, um, you, is everything in that w- uh, those weeks not all announced yet? Then no, no, oh. there's still loads more to announce. Yeah, right. there's lots going on this year. You know, we've I've just literally before I came, I was on a call with uh, Daryl Bullock. Uh, his book 
pride uh, protests and politics is coming out in uh, July so we'll be having a book talk with him uh, we've got um, well maybe I won't say that oh no do we've got do another say. book Sink the Pink uh, huh? we, they've got a, the manifesto book they've got so we're doing some book events we've got a, a history tour on the water wow, so wow. we're taking over the waterways and um, yeah we're going to be doing some uh, like a history tour really along, along the harbour side which can be really exciting so yeah there's lots to announce films 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 yeah the Queer Vision film, film Festival films. is back yeah I don't know theatre night want to tease some some of that Steve are we going to have to say anything yet <laughs> no not yet okay well, <laughs> you, have to, you have to wait and see but yeah you know, we did some really fun events last year with the film festival so we showed Muir's wedding outside at the Trinity Centre uh, so we will be doing another outdoor event uh, with a film which is going to be very a cut another a cult classic right yeah, yeah. where's that going to be is it oh. it's going to be at Trinity again oh, oh we love it okay yeah. Oh, yeah. Eve, you are so reserved. He's <laughs> <laughs> giving nothing away. Alex ready to tell you everything, and I'm in the middle. I'm going to give you a little bit. A poker face. Like you're just sat there, like don't uh, don't even ask me a question. I'm not going to say anything apart from yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> Safest way. <laughs> cool. Well, so a whole two weeks, and then uh, as as we know, uh, the biggest bit of all is obviously the the day. Um, I mean, Lara starts her makeup two days beforehand. Honestly, for it. I do. I don't even sleep. I just have, I'm applying it meticulously. And so then you wrap the weave in bubble wrap, honestly. and then you just like sleep. Like on the sofa, Honest, so you don't. Yeah, yeah. upright. Yeah, upright, completely yeah. upright. And the nails are done. Everything is pinched and cinched to the gods. Honestly, yes. I, I, I literally live for pride, and it's been so hard not having, like, it physically there. Like mm. I've participated in the prides that have come, and they. It's been great to have the community, but to physically feel the energy is great. You, you can hear Lara come in the mile office, you know, yeah. even with all those people. But I think well, it's exactly what you're saying, and I think, you know, it is about that energy. But also, it's almost like galvanising your armour, isn't it? It's like you get that little boost, and pride gives you that, That's and you carry exactly, that throughout yeah. the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is what has been missing, like that being around your community, seeing yourself reflected, or actually coming along and going oh I see this person I've seen this flag or oh, oh, ah, that's me I didn't even realise that was me yeah, and yeah. I think that's the importance of what pride is and I think that we still hold that really close like even oh, when we're thinking about the planning like why are we doing it what is it about what is the most important thing and it is about bringing the community back together yeah 100% now, that armour is like paramount yeah. for us yeah. now in in previous years uh, the march is usually what kicks it off I'm assuming that's, that's still ha- happening Is you've always kind of made a point of trying to go past like you know um, where where the council places is that happening again this year or is it getting longer or shorter or Mm -mm. we're going back to the route we used in 2019 so we'll be starting in castle park and finishing in the amphitheater all right cool yeah, so we go and then you know going that wrong way round Cabot Circus. So we're really kind of making that statement that we're here. We're closing the road. Yeah, the know, cars we're we're going to be awkward <laughs> because you know it's our one day that we can be. So. Honestly, they're hey, beeping. I'm like, not today, honey. It's my day. <laughs> <laughs> you can beat for me, but not against me. Yeah. Definitely. And of course, I, I remember because it was such a big secret. But it was it was you you really wanted to get pride up to the downs because I remember how proud you were mm. the fact that come oh. the last time we were there you you actually managed to get it out there we're up there again this time we are yeah similar kind of layout are we going bigger or (laughs) 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 we've made a a few (laughs) Uh, very it'll feel very familiar we're kind of um i guess we're continuing where we left off in 2019 there'll be a few tweaks 
few small differences um, and a little bit more room so it'll feel more spacious which I think everyone will appreciate um, but we're just so excited to be back up there just we absolutely are back thrilled yeah. do we, know, we do are we know, back with a bang do we know like, the numbers we had in the end from the last one yeah so we had 18,000 people on the parade which filled the whole parade route so uh, wow. it'll be interesting to see what happens with that this year I love it yeah. it's like the snake the, eats yeah. itself yeah. Like <laughs> the, old, the old Lockyer game yeah, yeah kind of like oh we've met ourselves we better just hurry up at the back literally um, slowly walking yeah yeah <laughs> Um, and then 40,000 up on the downs wow. across the whole day. Is so, that the, the biggest it, it's been? Yeah, yeah. And, and it grows, it's always grown year on year. And of course, we've now had two two years. I'm, I'm guessing you're probably planning for an awful lot more this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we you know, we, yeah, we, we always planned uh, to have a very busy event. So we've got all the, we've been doing all the planning and got it all in place. Yeah, yeah we'll just see how it goes, you know. And are <laughs> tickets on sale already? Oh. Yeah, so okay. yeah, yeah. So obviously, the, the best thing about Bristol Pride and something that we really value and love is that you can come along and we want you to give that donation on the day so everyone who comes to Pride will be asked for a donation four pounds is ideal um, but you can get a supporter wristband and mm-hmm. we kept them going so it's seven pounds for a, a day wristband and that gives you free bus travel and money off the bars so actually nice. you're making money back if you're catching the bus up to the downs and back and we also give you free tra- travel on the shuttle bus service that runs from the end of the parade up and down and like downs. a good eight to nine hours of entertainment yeah, yeah. so for like <laughs> yeah. seven pounds for like a nine hour show I think yeah. you'd be alright with that yeah it's a deal and the day and night one yeah, as well so again. we do a day and night wristband which is 18 and that gets you into the official after party at the O2 Academy which is being headlined by Scissor Sisters Animatronic DJing so it's going to wow. be incredible as well as local acts like DTYM and Dirty Pop <laughs> um, but also uh, discounted or free entry into some of our partner parties so um, we've got Girl Crush at Basement 45 um, that's going to be really exciting and punker back at um, the old market assembly um, so if you get a pride day night wristband you're getting for free for those as well so absolute oh. bargain Amazing. oh my and um i mean andy i'm gonna just ask alid hello darling hello love. seeing as you're the most loose lipped um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm we, trying to keep a reputation like i got told a secret this year i got told the headliner before it was announced like which is one of the first years darren's like trusted me with this like with the golden key i feel um <laughs> Well, I've been dying. I've literally been dying. And it was only a couple of weeks ago I was on this show with Matthew co-hosting and they were, like, badgering me. It was like Chinese water torture. <laughs> and I still didn't say anything. Wow. So I'm real proud, proud of myself. Of I'm okay, real proud. You are. Like, I'm real proud. But well, okay. we're, we're back to two, two stages. No, we, was, we had no, two we got like ten. Tw- like, at, at, at six. Four, five, five, well, five, five, five stages. Gosh, so yeah. on one of the stages are drag queens, am I right? Yes. Well, well, there's <laughs> kings, queens, and Ooh. things. So it's a com- real, real diverse cabaret lineup this okay. year, and it is. I'm really quite proud of it. I can't wait for it all to drop because it's absolutely insane. Um, but yeah, uh, we've already announced the headliner, so that's Priyanka. <gasps> Oh my god! And she's like one of my favourite Drag Race winners of all time. So she won season one of Canada's Drag Race. She's South Asian heritage. She's live. She's funny. She's a dancer. Go listen to her album on Spotify so you can like lip sync the lyrics. Uh, it's taste <laughs> test, by the way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's just absolutely insane. And we've announced Mary Mack, who's currently touring with Everybody's Talking About Jamie, Donna Trump, Chio, amazing Yay. Chio. Yeah. Yes, yes. What other kings do uh, you have? Because Bojangles, no. Chio, um, Romeo Dela Cruz. <laughs> 
so yeah, and we've, we've got, got some, some others. We've got Azifa Lahore as well, who mm-hmm. is one of the first Muslim drag queens. Um, we've got some like Delirium. So we've got some like AFAB performers mm-hmm. there as well. So we've got a huge like multi sex like every performer you could think of is on that stage so you're making it lit. hard for people to choose what stage <laughs> are you going to make it hard like which one like running I, between no like I've just made a lineup that can make people stay in front of the camera <laughs> 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 it, no, no like no it's um like I think there's enough space at Pride for all of the stages like all five stages to be full like I think this year is going to be busier than ever that feeling of coming together I think and the magic of pride and the meaning of pride I think is what's going to be in the air for everybody this year so it's going to be huge like all of the talent across all of the stages is as phenomenal as each other they're not any not no, one is better than the other so like you have got that so all i would do is wait until the program comes out look at those stage timings and like a red pen like, <laughs> as a child with an argos catalog <laughs> just circle the acts that you want to see and plan your day logistically I love that. well yeah. talk, talking of acts of course they're not all um, um been released yet but which ones have we confirmed on the on the main stage so far obviously the headliner yeah whose so, name i keep getting wrong please yeah so uh, yeah we just announced today really exciting kylie ray Jetson is, is headlining, you know, and it's just incredible to have such Case a massive, with. massive superstar um, headlining the mm. festival. But we've also got Alexandra Burke, you were yes. playing her earlier, yes. so she'll be kind of like in that afternoon kind of headline slot that we we, we like to program. Um, we've got an Abba tribute act, Abba Inferno, which is just going to be fantastic. Like so camp. Um, <laughs> we've got Eurovision coming up in a few weeks' time, and of course, we've got some good chances this year yeah. with our entry. No, but let's you'll remember Katrina and the way. Yes, and so uh, it was last time we won, I think. Wasn't yeah, it? It was the last time we won. Yeah, and so Katrina is back. Um, so she's back oh. with us. So she'll be on the main stage. Is it the South African singer also? Uh, Toya Delaney. Yeah, yeah. So there. Toya Toya's back, and she's going to bring in the Afro rave yeah, as well. Yeah, um, yeah. One of my personal favourites, Bright Light, Bright Light. Yes. Um, who's who apparently are Welsh, apologies. Yes, I said they Welsh. might be Br- uh, Bristolian. Uh, oh, yeah, no, from we Wales. wish. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we obviously have adopt, adopted him. Um, and then um, I'm really excited about a band called Heights, um, and they are definitely my ones to watch. They're all over Radio 1 at the moment, actually. Um, but I saw them touring with Daddy Freya, um, which, of course, another Eurovision connection. They were possibly rumoured to be our Eurovision entry this year. They're not. Um, oh, but they are, they're incredible. A yes. sideline, I know we're talking yes. pro, but you do. You're going to put me on pressure here. Sam Taylor, is it someone I was going to Who, um, so yeah. what kind of genre do they, uh, what is the band? It's in? kind of like electronic pop, okay. synth pop, you know, that's my thing. So actually, I end up looking quite a lot of electro synth pop. But <laughs> I mean, to be honest, you've got to beat <laughs> Sophie Ellis Baxter, so. Oh, we love Sophie. I love Sophie. That was actually a dream come true. I used to watch Murder on a Dance Floor and literally be like, I want a Murder on a Dance Floor. And, like, oh, it was lovely. Her, it was she, she was gorgeous. backstage with, with her little kid. We had a yeah, little pair of like ear defenders on so to protect them. Like it was very sweet. To me, it's Carly. Like Carly Rae Jepsen. Bubba. Like I am so excited this year. Like I, when Darren told me it was the first time I found my gag reflex because <laughs> <laughs> I was literally gooped. I couldn't speak, and like you've heard me on the radio many times. So I can chat the high end of the back of a donkey, but I was literally like, "Are you being serious?" And then it was a couple of days after, and I saw Darren, and I was like, "You told me on April Fool's Day. Like, are you pulling my leg, or is this?" legit and he was like I didn't even realise it was April Fool's Day <laughs> and I was like oh my god 
<laughs> and then like gay scream internal combustion all of that wow cool. it is a massive get and I guess um, she must be so excited to be to be forming at Pride as well um, yeah I mean she's she's headlined some of the biggest Pride events in the world you know from like LA Pride you know it's absolutely massive mm. um, but actually she's such an outspoken advocate for our community mm. you know she's pulled out of gigs where you know that there have been kind of homophobia and she's right like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to perform yeah. Yeah, so she is absolutely stoked to be doing Pride cool. so, and, and, that, and that's what's really important it's just kind of like showcasing obviously LGBT plus talent uh, is one of the core things that I'm really excited about on our new stage this year it's gonna be, we're going to be announcing what, who's, who's curating that with us this year um, but you know we all, it's also about our allies and our advocates and people that have got that ability to speak up and say actually do you know what I'm not going to perform there because I believe in equality for all and LGBT plus rights and trans rights um, and you know yeah that, so this that's new what stage Brilliant. what was this about? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might, we might, have, to, we might <laughs> have to come at that we are out of time oh, yeah, I'm sorry we are. to mm-hmm. say you know us we, we can talk pride the whole way through through the show I'm sure we'll have you guys back on again before um, um, the yeah when we, when we release our full programme we'll be back on talking about that and maybe a little July. bit before so we, we get the first release yeah. <laughs> 9th of July so yeah so I was going to say so obviously bristolpride.co.uk is the website where can people get the wristbands where can they buy them from um, the website yeah from the website oh okay um, are you thinking of doing pop-ups because you've sometimes stuck them in the shopping centre haven't you oh, I put you on the spot there sorry oh, no, no so we, we, we will have our hub this year but you know we're trying to move everything online and that's quite helpful if, if there is any kind of restrictions or we need to contact people with details so we're, we're pushing everyone to get everything online this year so cool. that's what you just need to go to our website bristolpride.co.uk the big button at the top that says wristbands and you can just Brilliant. get them from there cool well um, but the dates we didn't say the date for the main day which is Saturday Saturday the 9th of July so get it 9th in your diary July. cool well as, as you know we'll be there broadcasting um, and, and you're back my stage we're, well. we're, we're ah. for the first time ever not just doing the main stage we're hoping to cover the whole of the march and also uh, we'll be over there with Alid as well uh, <laughs> how much of the live content we take versus interview <laughs> I, I, I don't know but they're, we'll, they're, we'll do what we they're, can they're quite well behaved they're quite well behaved <laughs> you get the odd blip but you know the cabaret stage you've got a stage full of drag performers it's like telling the Pope not to pray um, when it comes to the odd bleak but they're cool. usually well behaved so you should get some good content yeah. and when they're singing their songs you can record that because that's just like radio edits yeah well as much as it is a, a lovely fun day for us um, you know the, the whole reason we do it is for those that are not in a situation to be able to come you know that's part of our, our outreach so if, if you aren't in a situation where you feel confident or safe and you still want to be part of Pride um, you can tune in and listen to us and Darren and the team well, I'm sure will be on um, air with us because they, they always come and join us at some point um, and you know we'll bring you all the highlights throughout the day there so but for now guys thank you so much for coming in thank um, you, and, um, thank you. Uh, we, we look forward to the exclusives coming oh uh, book this Monday off work because there's stuff happening on the Sunday nice oh. okay okay that's uh-huh. a little caveat <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome well, it's lovely um, to see you yeah for now Bristol Pride everyone bye bye <laughs> the Shout Out Podcast well, there you go. Lots of lots and lots of pride That's info there. Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Don't give up your day job, Steffi. It was like they were in the room. I got day job. Well, <laughs> that's probably why. <laughs> she, she's too old for a day Singing job. job. Oh. Burn. The burn was there. <laughs> the pain. The pain. <laughs> so next week, I'm hoping we can talk about Heartstopper. So get. I hope you join us next week. I'm not. I'm not. Well, I hope so anyway, because Heartstopper is like literally one of the favourite programmes of this year. Um, if you're not aware of it, it's a show on Netflix. By 
by the way. Yeah. We've just been talking about. Yeah, it's not just a show. No, it's uh, what sort of show is it, Lara? It's a queer show. Yeah, it's a queer. Yeah, it's a queer it's coming out series. Um, it's a coming out story, yeah. um, but it's got um, lesbian um, storyline. It's got a trans storyline. It's got a beautiful storyline. It's honestly made me cry. It's how I wish my school would be when I was that honestly, age. Honestly, it's I how really, I wish my mo- like yeah. my parents, my friends, everyone was. But we'll see. Mm, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's it for this week's show. Um, as I said, we are confirmed at Bristol Pride um, and we will be broadcasting live on BCFM uh, all day. So join us for that. Head over to our home at shoutoutradio.lgbt where you can f- contact us, find out more about us and grab a podcast of any that you might fancy. Uh, next week, we're off to Istanbul. Ooh, mm. ooh la la. Um, but from myself, from the lovely Lara, from Stephanie, from Ezra and from Terry who is uh, in, in the middle of Terry. nowhere. Say bye-bye, everyone. <laughs> bye-bye. Bye-bye. Shout out. LGBT Radio for you.